Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to the episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. I am so excited today. I'm always excited, but I'm especially excited today because I get to talk with my dear, wonderful friend, Denise Naughton. We met in actually kind of a weird, unconventional way. We went through a leadership training like a million years ago together and got roomed together. And I did nothing but make her feel weird and insecure because I was so much younger than her and I had no idea. And she is an ageless beauty who is in, in fathomably an explicitly just phenomenal woman and so much talent. Denise Naughton is an Emmy award-winning and multi-Emmy nominated producer who has created thousands of hours of television and worked on four startup shows, helping to make them from an idea into a reality. Before starting her company, Brand You Media, Denise worked in New York City as an executive producer of a national entertainment show where she also created multiple one-hour network specials. She currently lives in St. Louis, Missouri, providing video production to small businesses and DIY video training courses. Welcome to the show, Denise. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yes. Uh, Denise and I go way back. She and I have had like the weirdest adventure over the past like seven years of friendship. And I was so excited when she decided to start her own business, Brand New Media, because that meant I got to have her on my show so she could teach you guys what you should be to put blech, what you should be putting in your video trailer. We talk a lot about video on the show and why it's important and why going live is a thing and what you need to do. But you know sometimes my boring business friends just need to have a video up that highlights who they are and what they're about. And Denise is here to help us with that. So Denise, just, you know, who are you? What are you about? Like, what is it that small businesses need to get started on this crazy video adventure? Well, I think the first thing that people need to think about is it's video can be this overwhelming thing, but like, think about it you know, like you're not going to eat the dinosaur in one bite, right? So you need to nibble away at the dinosaur and video is a little bit the same way. So you need to dissect it and break it down into a manageable amount. So when you're talking about what to put in your video, like the first thing that I always think about and the first thing that I always ask companies is what sets you apart from other companies? Like what's your niche? You know, like how do you market yourself? That's how, that's what you should be putting in your video. You know, I mean, if you are the only boutique that sells pink hats in your city, then that should be in your video. So that's like the biggest thing that I think you need to do. Awesome. So you have talked a lot about how determining what should be included in your video um, and other platforms where I've seen you. What is it that you think our boring business owners should be putting in their video? Maybe like as like an outline for a video, like what would like a start, middle and finish look like for a video? What are the things that should go in there? Well, you should start by introducing yourself. And then um, I would go into maybe a little bit about your business so people know what you're doing initially. And then I would talk a little bit about maybe what, like who you are as a person. That's equally as important, I think, in the small business world, because the more people can connect with you as a person, then they're going to want to give you their money. I mean, nobody wants to just like walk into, I mean, whatever, we all go into the big box stores, right? Everyone does. But if you knew the person, when you go down to the corner store in your neighborhood, 
don't you feel a little bit more like happy whenever someone is standing behind the counter and greets you by your name and, you know, asks you how you are and how your kids are. It's a little bit of that same feeling. Like you want to give that to the people watching your video, like through your video. I mean, you don't want to go overboard and tell them all your problems, but if you, if you like horses and you like to horse ride, you know, right. Then tell people that if you, if you've got kids, like tell people that because that makes you more relatable and everybody wants to connect in some way. And then I would just wrap it up with, um, you know, maybe a little bit of a sales pitch, but you don't want it to be, you don't want to, you don't want to front end the sales pitch because you don't want to be a used car salesman. Like nobody wants to listen to the guy screaming at him at two o'clock in the morning, right? Like buy a used car for me. But if you are a used car salesman and you're at a dinner party and you're just sharing tips and information, then people are like, oh, that used car salesman, he was kind of nice. Maybe I should go back to him in the end. So you want to start, introduce yourself go through and explain a little bit about your business so they know what your business is, a little bit about you. And then I would wrap it up with like maybe the pitch. So how can you have a pitch outside of the sales carsman? Like what are your, what's your advice there? Um, I always go with education first. So my rules with video are to, it's edutain basically. So you want to educate and inform and entertain people. So, um, but you go, so if you can give people tips that they can learn from, that builds your trust factor. That makes you the expert. And again, then they're like, oh, wow, this person's not really trying to like shove something down my throat. They really want to help me. They're giving me something for free, essentially. And they're also like, you're doing it in a likable way because you're not shoving something down their throat. So by doing that, you're automatically like building trust and likability and that's what you need to be. That's what a good salesman does, right? Yeah, exactly. So we talk a lot again on the show about like going live and, and doing video on a regular basis in like chunks of information. But what we're talking about today is like that trailer, that introductory video to a business where it's like, if I'm going to make one video and I'm going to like invest a bit more versus like just pulling out my phone and pointing it at myself, invest in like a a better production video like what you guys do at brand new media what are sort of maybe some of the differences that people should think about as far as like what should go in that video versus like specific individual pieces of information or going live and stuff like that so maybe like Like visually or yeah visually and you know what should they be saying what should they be showing off what should they be highlighting you know what does a trailer look like versus just like a regular the weekly video on YouTube. Gotcha. Well, the trailer, I would say, um, keep it a little bit more general, like an overview, like your weekly tips are going to be your weekly tips, but your overview is going to be more, um, if you have a store, then, you know, show people around your store. But if you have seasonal items, I would not show seasonal items because you want to make sure that that video can live for a long time. You don't have to update it as frequently. You don't want to forget about it either. But, you know, if you put up Christmas, you're shooting stuff right, you know, in December and you're shooting holiday items, then you're going to have to change it in January. But if you can shoot whatever's in your store or, you know, your business that's not specific to a certain time period, I would avoid that. Um, Anything that sets you apart from your competitors, definitely highlight that. Anything that you just, you know, that you feel that you're using in your current advertising and marketing, highlight that. Awesome. So when we talked about uh, before about how you want to have 
share that personal information. Do you think that personal information should be like shared like verbally or like maybe like in that B-roll footage and, and for those no B-rolls, like you're someone's talking and you're seeing something, your extra footage? You would do both. Um, in my world, it's always, if you see it, um, if you say it, see it, you know? So okay. like you're saying it, I mean, you don't have to, like, you know, you can always be on camera saying it, but as a general rule, it's good to have both. I mean, if you're talking about your kids, it's always good to show the kids if you feel comfortable doing that, you know? Yes, very much. So how personal and should people be in a trailer? Do you think like, I, I kind of feel like, Oh, I'm a mom and I do this and I do that. And that's very like surface level. And do you think that that is enough for getting personal or do you think it needs to be more like deeper personal, like, trauma stories or like important life-changing moments or I the big inspirational things. I think it depends on your business. You know, I mean, for um, some businesses, just saying that you're a mom is okay, you know? Um, and I guess, let me back up. Number one, it's all your comfort level. You know, like if you don't want to go into a traumatic story, don't go into a traumatic story. If you're like the bubble factory, you probably don't want to bring in a traumatic story, you know, <laughs> or a, because uh, it doesn't fit your brand, right? Um, but if you're a personal trainer and you've overcome a tragedy and that's how you help motivate other people to reach their fitness goals, then absolutely. Again, if you're comfortable saying it, but it, I think it's situational. Awesome. That's great. So uh, you have some tips that can make or break a video. What are those tips? Oh my gosh. Well, lighting is a big one obviously. Um, so that's one of those things where um, you want the light on your face, not behind you. Try to use natural lighting as much as possible. I'm sure you, I don't know how many of these you already put into your podcast, but um, a lot of people have a tendency to not want to stare at the sun and that makes complete sense. Most of us don't, right? But if you're outside um, and you're, you're shooting a video on your phone, you want to get that sun on your face because if it's behind you, you're going to be shadowed and nobody's going to be able to see your face and people, that's the whole point of the video, right? If you're on video, you want to be able to see what you're filming. Um, audio is a big one. Um, shooting on your phone, if you're doing um, like a Facebook Live or a video and you're holding the phone yourself, then you're probably going to be okay because it's going to be an arm's length away. But if you're going to be setting it up on a tripod and shooting from any sort of distance, I would suggest um, investing in a microphone. It doesn't have to be an expensive microphone. I would say graduate into basically everything and see you know what works best for you before you go out and spend a lot of money. Um, oh my gosh, this one kills me. Don't shoot video this way. <laughs> Well, really? Okay. So wait, well, I'm sorry. Instagram, She's holding your phone up for the profile, like the Instagram, selfie. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So like you're doing like Snapchat and Instagram stories, then absolutely go portrait mode. But if you're shooting anything else, please, please, for the love of every former TV professional and current TV professional in the world, hold it for a Well, you just maximize more of your space too. So, you know, like when you're going, when you, I mean, how many times do you see the video on Facebook, um, the portrait video on Facebook and you've got like the big black bars on the side of it. It's so ugly, right? But if you shoot the other way, then you fill the entire screen. You have the opportunity to condense it down into like that six by six or 600 by 600 square. 
which gives you a great picture, which gets more visibility. Yes, and I'm going to have to agree with you there. definitely want to be shooting those videos horizontally for, I think, like professional videos, especially if you're going to be like uploading them to YouTube specifically. I know that like the majority of people are interacting with social on their phones, and that's when those like profile style videos and stuff are okay. Again, like she had mentioned Snapchat, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, all that kind of stuff, maybe even like, well, my kids are running around. That's usually what I'm doing too. But anything for business is definitely that landscape. And I mean, I'm guilty mode. of it too. Like I've done it. Like I'm. I can't believe I've done it, but I have. I mean, it's, it's human nature. That's how you hold your phone, right? So, like, I mean, I've taken video that way, and then I'm like, God. Then you have to like make like, the background all pretty, and so you don't have those white black bars. <laughs> is I think we both agree on this one as well. The Manfrotto Pixie Mini Pixie Tripod. Oh yeah. That turns into a monopod. Yes. That is my best friend. I carry that with me everywhere I go. And it is basically, for anyone that's fairly familiar with video uh, or has dabbled and is ready for the next step, you may be familiar with a gimbal, which will cost you like $300. This will give you a smooth look for 30 bucks. I mean, how much are they? I don't know, like somewhere between 20 and 40. Depends on what Amazon's doing, but it's usually between 20 and 30 bucks for this, yeah. this contraption. So like a tenth of the price, it gets you into the game. It's super versatile. And like I hands down, like I shoot so much stuff using that, like on my phone and edit with it. And I don't know. Yeah. And I will, you know, the only issue with this Manfrotto tripod, and I'll put the link to it in the show notes, guys, is that it's only for horizontal. Like it can't oh, go. No, you can't. Take it off. Unscrew it. And then see that screw in the. Oh, you can't. Oh, I just learned something about my own stuff. <laughs> oh, my Lance, I am such a dork. I didn't even notice. Oh, that's so cool. I bought a new tripod for nothing. Guys, nothing. This is why you listen to the podcast. And so then, you, you know, if you push that little button, you can, like, angle it so that it goes. Um, so push the red button. Yeah, the red button, but it only doesn't go very far. Yeah, I know. It doesn't go all the way, but. But, it's a, but this is a fantastic tool. I, I love this thing. I carry it around with me all the time like people probably think I'm weird because it like sticks out of my purse all the time but yes I'm gonna go play with it some more now because I have new way to use it uh, <laughs> but yeah the Manfrotto tripod's a fantastic tool and I know that a lot of industry pros in my in my world of social media a lot of people really love and use it all the time for stuff so if you're gonna get I guess what she's saying if you're gonna get one piece of equipment for you to record with your phone the Manfrotto tripod is the one to do. And again, the link for one of, for that will be in our show notes as well. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All-in-One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now, back to the show. So is there anything else that you think that's like really important for people to do? Like maybe how professional does a trailer need to be? Like if like you're going to invest in one video, I would presume a trailer would be the one good investment where you should be like 
hiring someone to help work through that vision, right? Yeah, absolutely. What do you think people should look for when they're trying to hire somebody? But of course, if you're in St. Louis, go talk to Denise. But if you're not, like if you're like me in Korea, like how do you find someone to help work with for that? Um, you know what? I would, um, just after being here and kind of introducing myself to that landscape, because I'm so used to being surrounded by professional photographers in, you know, like a traditional TV environment, what I'm finding is um, there are a lot of people, a lot of people shoot video, right? I mean, we're in that world that's very accessible to um, pretty much everyone. Uh, but I would go with referrals because I think there's a lot of people that, that know how to, to do it, but they don't know how to do it super well. And um, so go off referrals. I would check for audio. Like how great is the audio? Like have them send you some, uh, some samples for sure. Uh, ask a lot of questions, you know? Um, like, how do you plan to highlight my business? You know, have a, just, it's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Also probably going to be your best bet if you can at all. I mean, ask around for sure. And don't just go with the first person that comes your way. Be willing to spend a little bit more money and realize that it is an investment because I think so many people today, it, it, it can sneak up on you but it is a representation of your brand. So don't go with your cousin, Joe, because he's going to do it for a hundred bucks because you want to save $400, which I understand is a lot of money maybe, but um, this is something that's going to live with you for a long time. So cut down, do it right right and cut down some advertising somewhere else and see if they'll work with you on pricing. If um, like maybe payment installments, if you can't pay it all at once. Yeah. And I would also say this is like, all the places you can use a trailer, like, you know, you can use a trailer on YouTube. You can use a trailer on Facebook. You can use trailer for advertising. You can use it to send like, let's say you're a chamber member. Yeah. Referrals. You can can use it email marketing. You can use it. um, Like I said, with, if you're going to connect people on networking, like, Hey, we met at this event, learn more about me and my business, watch this video. Like there's so many ways to use it. So it is, well, it might be, kind of a, it can be a sticker shock investment depending on who you work with and where you're at and things like that. I really do feel that it is a worthwhile investment because you can, you know, you build your website, which of course is the number one investment for every business. And then I think that the next one would definitely be something like a video because one, again, you can put it on your website, which again, websites that have videos have a higher uh, retention rate and call rate and sales rate. But you're able to just use it in so many fantastic, great ways and places. Like you will keep finding more and more ways. And I think if you spend a lot of money on it, you're going to be like, everyone's getting it. Everyone's getting a copy of my video in their Christmas stocking. Like you're going to be like legit everywhere you can. It's going to be. exactly. So, and also see if maybe the company and I don't know, I mean, I know how I operate my business and I'm very, very, very well aware of the budgets of small businesses because I am one. And so um, like I'm all about, especially at the stage of the game, maximizing a budget for somebody. So if you have somebody come out and shoot an interview for your trailer, for your business um, like profile, see if they'll be able, if they'll take that and, you know, make other projects out of it for you at a discounted rate or just for like an add-on rate. Um, not necessarily discount, I shouldn't say, but like an, at an add-on rate, you know? So like maybe you spend $500 for your minute and a half video but you want them to create a minute version or a 45 second version, then, you know, see if they'll do that. Not at $500. 
Yeah, I guess it's kind of like you pay, like, okay, pay for this shoot and then an edit of this kind and then these little mini edits. It's definitely a great idea. You also could ask them for the raw footage so you could have it and maybe if you're feeling adventurous or whatever, you're able to edit little snippets of audio that you like about yourself to put into a video to like click to learn more type of thing for sales videos and stuff like that for sure. That's a great idea for sure. Like it's that raw video and then um, see if you can find like maybe a college student that could help you edit some of it too. Fiverr. Yeah. Oh, Fiverr too. Yeah. Like a Fiverr thing. And once you have that content created, you can do this. So like I, I work with a video editor for the videos for All-in-One on our YouTube channel, but also I work with a photographer as well, and I give her um, like my content plan for the month, and then she produces images, but then she also like images she's also made. Like, like I did this uh, setup with this collage, and I have all these different kinds of pictures of them. She'll send me the extras, and I can use them in other different ways as well, like maybe for on the website for a stock photo or – a blog article or, or whatever it may be. So ha- most people that, that are creating content for you are usually willing to give you the original files in some way, shape or form so that you can do more with it because you know, what are they going to do with information specifically for your brand? So exactly. Um, one other thing too, maybe just get a lot of quotes and kind of see like the range, anybody that's like super low, you may want to be concerned about. And then I've also heard some horror stories of people paying $10,000 for a ridiculous video that was a complete bust. So just, you know, I mean, it's kind of the laws of anything else. If it's too good to be true, maybe it is. And on the flip side, beware of the people that talk a big game, maybe. Yeah, I think it's offering that happy medium of like, if it's really cheap, it's probably not good. If it's too expensive, it's probably not worth it. And it's finding what you're comfortable with spending. That's why okay. it's important, I think, as a business owner to present a videographer or a, a company like this is what my budget is and this is what I'm looking for. How can we make this work together? So I, and I know I even, I have to ask that to clients like, Oh, I'm looking for all this stuff. I'm like, well, that's cool. But like, what's your budget? Because based on your budget, I will take what you're looking to accomplish and try to fit as much of it into it based on my pricing. Absolutely. That's a great, uh, great suggestion as well. I had one more, but I forgot what I did. <laughs> it's fine. I totally um, understand. There, We've no, talked about a lot of stuff today. You're um, comfortable with the person that you hire as well, because being in front of the camera can be intimidating enough as it is. And you definitely want to be with somebody that you feel comfortable with that's going to make you feel comfortable because if you're not at ease, it's going to come through and show through in the video product. Yes, definitely. That is a great tip. And I think a great way for us to kind of wrap up for today. Any final thoughts on what people should make sure that they're accomplishing with their video trailer for their business? No, I think we have, I think we've covered it all. Actually, I'll, I'll throw out my tagline. How's that? Just, just be you. And let us do the rest, but let someone else do the rest. Just be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the best thing. You know, we have that too. Just be yourself. And remember, you are enough. You are your business. You are the reason that people keep walking into your door. So let that be how you get new people in the door by just being yourself and talking about what you love to do every day through video. So, well, thanks for being on the show, Denise. How can people find you and follow you? Thank you. Um, I am brand new media across every one of the platforms so on instagram twitter facebook um brand new media awesome we'll make sure to include those links in the show notes and thanks again for tuning in guys and until next time i will see you soon
Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.